The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome back to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my fabulous guest, Darice Klein. Darice, you talk about, quote, sitting with the resonance of your actions, the resonance of our actions, end quote. You touched upon that briefly, meaning talking about the impact of your actions on others. But what do you mean by the resonance of our actions? So the resonance of your actions, how does that ripple out to others, right? How are you touching others with that? And then you can also turn that around and say, sit with the residue of your actions, Yeah. right? Like, you know, those times where you have an interaction and you have that talk with yourself and you're like, well, I could have like handled that a little bit better. So next time that I'm in a similar situation, I'll do this. Right. But sitting with that residue of your actions. So the reason why I don't gossip and, and why integrity and truth are two of my values is because those words hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. And they create a, a vibration or like a domino effect with other people. Yes. And our actions do that when you're maybe snippy with someone or you come in with, you know, a little bit of an attitude when you don't need to be, how does that make that other person feel? And then you have to do all this other work to make it right. Right. Just like when you tell a lie or whatever, like you have to do the work to make it right. So I want to simplify things. Just be kind, true, kind, and necessary words, thoughts, and actions as well, you know. And that's really hard to do on a day-to-day basis, especially if you're dealing with so many different types of people or if you're in an office with 150 people and, you know, someone just does something that ticks you off. And I, I don't think you're saying, you know, that it's not okay to have a moment, you know, to be like, oh my God, you know, it's all right. This person is just annoying. But you are saying that whatever, however you do choose to react or respond, that in that brief moment before the thing comes out of, you know, your mouth or the finger, you know, comes up, think about it just a little bit and think about the resonance or the residue of your right. actions on that other person. And sometimes making a a small shift and maybe the finger doesn't go up or maybe you don't say that word. Um, You don't call that person an idiot, for example. 
um, sometimes taking a deep breath and giving it a brief little thought can actually shift the whole, you know, course of the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. And I have these little things that I say when I feel myself getting angered by someone else, I'll say they must be hurting so much that they are like lashing out at someone else. Mm. Right. So send them blessings of love and healing. The other one that I use, which someone has asked me to make a sweatshirt for, which is on my list of things to do, <laughs> yes. is be indifferent to the wicked. Ooh, that's kind of harsh. It's kind of harsh, but there's a saying. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's Buddhist or, or what it is, but it's um, be happy for those who are happy. Be um, delight. Uh, shoot, there's a second one. Let's be happy for those who are happy. Something be delighted in the virtuous and be indifferent to the wicked. There's four lines. I just can't yeah. remember the second one. But that as soon as I heard that and heard that last line, because I was like, oh, be happy for those who are happy. Yeah. yeah. And then right. when they said be indifferent to the wicked, I was like, what? Ooh. Yeah, like that, that is amazing. Yeah. Yes. I love that one. Yeah. We're gonna, so we're quote that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I'm not saying people are, you know, wicked, look like a witch with their you know, board <laughs> on their nose or whatever, mole on their nose. But, yeah. you know, but there are. Action. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. Be sweeter. So, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to try to take that on, be indifferent yeah. to the wicked. Yeah. There's sometimes that I just want to, you mm -hmm. know, go in verbally like, Ugh. Okay, or how about this? Maybe they're not the wicked. Maybe the wicked's trying to get you. Yeah. It's trying to get you to say, like, oh, do you know what you're, you know, give yeah. them a piece of your mind. Yeah, right. So it could go for us as well, who who's letting that, like, anger and rage and, like, who are these people to say that? Yeah. Right. And I think it's also okay to express anger as long as you can do it in a compassionate way. That has been you know, a work in progress for me. It's totally yes. human. It's it's normal to be angry at things that anger you. But I, I do think if we can figure out how to express ourselves and release that energy, but in a compassionate way, not necessarily making an excuse for the other person or for myself, mm -hmm. but to do it in a compassionate way to the other person and for yourself, I think that's, there's the rub, right? Yes, yes. Now, it seems that, based on what we were just talking about, <laughs> we could all use someone like you. And what, what are the benefits of working with a transformational mindset mentor? Talk to me about that. So transformational mindset mentor, I help people who are going through change, who want to improve their well-being, improve their, their mindset, their mentality around things. And, you know, sometimes when we're going through big changes, we need some help. We need some direction. Yeah. So that's why I'm here to help because I went through a lot of this without a mentor or a coach. I had certain people that I turned to and certain people that, that happened to just kind of fall into my life. Yes. And Everything is a teacher. So fortunately, I've had some very, very amazing people fall into my life and, and guide me through their teachings. Um, so yeah, so that's what I hope to do for others, 
to help them to be their guide through this. And I don't expect people to to be with me forever. Like I want to help you through the thing and show you the tools that you may or may not use and, and maybe use something one day and then you kind of outgrow it and put it back in your toolbox and then eventually maybe you pull it out again, right? Like meditation or prayer or yoga, or maybe even going back and lifting weights for CrossFit, but doing it more mindfully and not abusing my body the way it was because I didn't love myself. Even though I thought I loved myself because I was working out, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So it's so interesting how all these things weave together. But yes, that, that is what what I do and to show people that they um, can create a life that they don't need to escape from. Yeah. So we don't need to numb with all the things like it's okay to face the things that you fear and it's okay to express emotions again in a healthy way. It's okay to grieve, right? Because we're grieving the person that we were and we're finding out who we are. Yeah. So helping people uncover who they truly are to live their, their best life. That's right. To live their most beautiful life. Yes. The caterpillar becomes the butterfly. Yes. I love the idea of, of um, building a tool shed, right? I love the yes. idea of, of learning different techniques and putting them in your box and taking them out when you need them. I think that's a lifelong process, or at least it, it is mm-hmm. for me. i I really appreciate that. Um, now, it's also very interesting that you went on the journey of becoming a trauma nurse, right? And yet, even though you didn't necessarily end up in that, lo and behold, you experienced your own version of trauma, emotional, mental, psychological trauma. And now you're helping people with their trauma yes. in a different way from what you perhaps anticipated when you were in that nursing program. You're, you're right. It's very interesting how things come back full yes. circle. Everything is so interwoven. And then, you know, working in the hospitals, I'm like, oh, it's kind of interesting that it's called a trauma center because <laughs> I experienced trauma myself from working in there, you know, so there's trauma for everyone. It's like Oprah's like, and you get trauma and you get trauma. Yeah. So I, I've noticed that little combination before I'm like, okay, so yeah. you went into nursing to help people, but were you really meant for nursing or were you meant to, you know, guide people through yoga and meditation and mindfulness and, and be a mentor to them. So, yeah. The body knows. The mind yes. knows. Now, speaking of all those things that you were doing and are doing, you also are a mother to two children, well, teenagers at this point, rather, right? Yes. How do you manage motherhood, the transformational mindset coaching, the, the mentorship, the business, a yoga practice? How do you do all of that? <laughs> it is a lot. I'm yeah. overwhelmed 99% of the time. <laughs> yes. um, you know, as far as being a mother at this point, um, I, I had someone a few years ago tell me, you know, your work is done as a mother. And she didn't mean like your work is done. She meant like 
you don't need to hold their hand at every moment. Like they're the values from your home are instilled in them. Ah. So now it's just a reminder. Like I, when my daughter goes out, I'll say, Hey, I love you. Make good choices. Right. Stay safe. Right. And she came back at me one time and she goes, mom, I always make good choices. So now I switch that and I say, continue to make good choices. <laughs> so, so I feel like my work, you know, you still have to cook and, you know, do the laundry and all the things and make sure everyone gets to where they need to be. Right. But I let their life unfold for them. And again, just trust that, that the values that I've instilled in my home, I wrap them in a little bubble when they go out and just, you know, send them on their way and just pray. Um, because I, you know, I know from my own experience, the things that my mom told me to never do and my yeah. dad, I yes. was like, whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. I found out the hard way many, many, many times. So parenting is, it's fun. It is challenging. You know, I do get tired. I do have to remain mindful or else. You know the the snippy part comes out. <laughs> yeah. Again, that's part of being human. Not that I want to use that as an excuse, but you know, if we were all super conscious all the time, there would be a bunch of Buddhas walking around, right? Right. We or, have nothing to talk about. How right. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I I plan out my days and just do what I can and and figure out like what is important, what has to be done today. And prioritize things. And that's how I make everything happen. And I, I don't rush things. You know, I yeah. take my time with creating things. And, and um, yeah, I, I do what I can. I'm doing the best job I can. <laughs> Absolutely. And that seems like the perfect answer, which is also a perfect answer, which yeah. segues to the next question. How do you, on a daily basis, again, given all the things that you do, all the wonderful things that you do, on a daily basis, how do you personally move from, you know, stress and chaos to, you know, clarity and peace on a daily basis? You, I think you answered. Yeah. answered. So I have little routines I do throughout the day. I definitely have a morning routine where I usually set my alarm, even though I am, I wake up, you know, as the sun's coming up or as the first birds are chirping. Yes. So I'll lay in bed for a few minutes and meditate. Just mm. lay there and breathe and just kind of process the night if there were any dreams maybe that carried over through the night and just kind yes. of think about that. And then I, I get up. Right back asleep. <laughs> Sometimes it depends how tired I am. I will set another alarm for like okay. 15 minutes later, just in case. Cause I'm always yes. like, what if I do fall asleep? Yeah. I never, I never really do though. Um, yeah. So then I, I always get up and either splash my face with cold water or shower immediately. Like I, I truly believe like we need to get up and care for ourselves and yeah. clean ourselves from the night. Um, so that is a big part of my practice. And then I always like to wake up before the kids get up just to have some peace in the house. Yes. And just, you know, set the tone for the day. I read from three different books right now that are like daily type meditation books. Yes. So I'll read those and maybe journal 
I try to stay off of my phone for at least the first hour of the day. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no phone during that time. Um, I was actually doing a 195 day meditation with a yoga instructor out of Asheville that was on zoom. And the yeah. thing that I despised about that was getting on the computer at 6am. I'm yeah. like, this is, this is not what I do. I know. So, like, not yes. think, right? So about uh, day 175, I was like, I'm done. And I'm like, I made it this close. I made it this close. But I was like, I just can't. Like, why am I faking myself? Like, the whole time I'm trying to meditate, I'm just like, why am I here? Why am I on my computer? I could, yeah. Lovely practice. Like, if that's your thing, I recommend it. But it didn't, didn't do it for me. Yes. So then somewhere midday, if I can fit it in, it all depends on where I am. I still work as a nurse on occasion. So if I'm doing that, I definitely can't do this, but I try to do a yoga nidra or a, an NSDR non-sleep deep rest. Oh, wow. So I try to take the time to do that for about 20 minutes. Yes. And then in the evenings, I definitely have like a, another routine of making some tea, usually some mugwort tea, which helps stimulate the dreams. I put some calm, some magnesium in there yeah. and no electronics before bed. Um, and I usually fall asleep to a meditation, usually oh. in a yoga nidra or actually not yoga nidra, but like sleep affirmations. Yeah. So, yeah. And I try to be asleep by 10 p.m. every night. Oh, yeah, I fail on that. <laughs> yeah, I cannot stay awake. And if I do, then I'm up for quite a while. So I try to try to make it to 10 p.m. Yeah. So those are, you know, I just have these routines that I know work for me. Right. And I feel off if I don't do them. So, so yeah, so that's how I, I care for myself. And you know, every day there's some sort of body movement. If I don't have time for an hour long class, right. then I can get on my mat for 10, 15, 20 minutes. There are numerous options for uh, yoga offerings for free, even online. Yeah. So I utilize a lot of those. Yeah. But yeah, body movement is huge because if we stop doing that, then we start freezing up. Yeah, yeah that's true. It sounds like a pretty robust wellness routine. I like it. <laughs> now, do you believe in the energy of crystals? If so, what's your favorite crystal and why? And if not, why not? I have crystals. I do not know a lot about them because there are so many different oh, avenues nice. of yoga yeah. that, that I just don't have the space up here in the spring <laughs> for yeah. crystals right now, but I do have them and I collect them when I travel. Um, yes. so, I, so I do have them and I take care of them. I try to clean them and put them out yes. when the, the moon is full, right? That's when right. you put them out, but I missed last night. So yes, you missed the blue moon. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, we couldn't see it here because the hurricane. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, thankfully that was yeah. escalated, right? Yes. Yes. But it was cloudy the whole time. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss the moon. That's all right. Now, you know how um, people talk about, you know, riches at the end of the rainbow and whatever. What's at the end of your rainbow? Hmm. 
What is at the end of my rainbow? Yeah. I, that's a good question. Thank you. I was stumped. I know. I've never asked that one before. I kind of like yeah. it. <laughs> you know what my first answer was? Yeah. Because what kids you? Love. Oh. Because... Perfect. Perfect. I feel like what's holding me back from the yes. riches that I seek is fear. Ooh. So the opposite of that is, is love. There you go. Yeah, there it is. What's in your uh, pot of gold? Yeah. The, uh, what's at the, you know, it's so funny. Yes. Like, I create these questions and like, I never bother to answer them for myself. <laughs> But since you asked me, I'm going to give it yes. some thought. What is at the end of my rainbow? Boy, the first thing that came to me was um, just freedom, mm. liberation, um, freedom from so many of the, you know, the have to do's and ought to do's and should do's. I've got a lot of that in my life. So I think at the end of my rainbow is just that feeling, not necessarily not having the to do's because it's fine. So the feeling of levity and yes. light of yeah, sure, I have to do that, but hey, I'm still, you know, free to do whatever it is that makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Thank, Thank you for you. letting me put you on the spot. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you created a an entire tribe of people who follow you and work with you. What do you think is the one thing they would say about you that they're all in agreement about? That's another tough question. Oh God, I'm good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, huh? Like would it say, would it say, "Oh, she's tough, but she gets through," or would it be, "Oh my gosh, she she really digs in," or? Oh my gosh, I cry with her every time I talk to her. <laughs> so I have been called direct. Love it. <laughs> a number of times because, you know, <laughs> I just don't believe in, I believe in being kind, but like sugarcoating yeah. things, like just tell yeah. me, tell me, tell me what you're trying to say. Like, yeah. I, I don't have time. Like, just yeah. tell me. Yeah. Um, but I, I do believe people would say that I'm generous Wonderful. Um, yeah, generous and, hmm, and authentic, raw, like I, I do not hesitate crying in front of people, like <laughs> hundreds of people and I'm like crying over someone, you know, whatever right. they said, you know, in a, in like a, it, and it, what it's about is the connection, because a lot of times when you go through these traumatic events, you feel so alone. And just knowing that sharing something from a teacher mentor standpoint and knowing that other people are going through the same thing, like that's a pretty powerful connection. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. And when you when you help people, you know, lots of people talk about being able to manifest your dreams and manifest your desires is like, how do you coach people about doing that? Like, you know, people say, Oh, I dream of this, or I really wish I could do that. How do you coach people to manifest what it is that they truly want? 
So it's my belief that anything you put out in the universe, the universe is listening. Yeah. Anything. So be mindful of what you're putting out there. And even just a little glimpse of something like, like one time I was in the restroom at Capitol Grill, right? Yeah. A nice steakhouse. I'm in the restroom and some girl is taking pictures of these, these heels that she has. All right. Okay. I don't know. They're red bottoms. So whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those. <laughs> yeah. Red bottoms. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow, that would be like really cool to have someone get me a pair of these shoes. Yeah. And that was the end of that thought, right? I was right. like, oh, must be nice. Some guy bought or something. I can't even like find a guy to buy me dinner, right? Like, <laughs> so, because you make your own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm cooking my own. So, um, yeah. So it was just like this passing thought. So fast forward, maybe two years later. Yes. I meet someone, go out on a date. We have a fabulous time, just lunch, yeah. right? He had to go back to work. No big deal. Right. Second date, he shows up at my house. Yes. With a pair of those shoes. What? Like, I cannot make this up. <laughs> no, you I can't. have them in my closet and I don't like, they've never been worn. Cause I'm like, wow. where are we going to wear these? Right. Anyway, he and I are, we're friends now. Like he's like, no, keep the shoes. They were a gift. And I'm like, I feel bad though. Like, Oh my God. But anyway. So I was like, Holy moly. Like at all times, the universe is listening. The universe yeah. is listening. Yeah. Words um, are powerful. Yes. Yes. So Don Miguel Ruiz says in the four agreements, he says, your words are like magic. They can cast spells. Yes. And absolutely. They can. Absolutely. Yes. They can. So that's why it's important to get up and look at yourself. This is a Mel Robbins thing. Get up, look at yourself in the mirror, tell yourself how much you love yourself, how beautiful you are. You know, all the things that you desire to be, you are, you are, it's in there. And you just have to remind yourself of that. Very true. Yeah. Well spoken, Doris. Yes. <laughs> And when you come, when you come to a challenge or something that you find difficult, how do you maneuver yourself out of it? How do you, you know, get through difficult times and get back to a place and space of positivity, which is challenging? When I notice that I'm in a difficult space, I, um, it all depends on, on the feeling of it. Sometimes I do withdraw and just give myself time. And sometimes that time is like a couple days. Mm. Other times I turn to friends. Yes. Usually <laughs> meeting up with friends and like going to a yoga practice and having some tea helps a lot. Yeah. I, of yeah. course, go to therapy. Um, now, when I'm with my friends, I try not to bring the energy down. Yeah. So if they're like, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, things are okay. Really, what's going on? Uh, well, just this little thing with whoever. But I don't want to give the power of us coming together yes. to that thing. Like, I yeah. don't want that dragging us down. Right. Like, we have taken the time. Time is currency. We've right. taken the time to meet each other 
So yeah. what kind of energy do I want to bring into that space? That's so really I try not to, to unload on my friends too much. That's why, yes. That's why I call my, my therapist, the gossip doctor. Cause <laughs> I would just like, I just tell her everything and she like, yeah. Nods. And it goes nowhere. So yes. it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But it's also amazing. Like her facial expression sometimes like <laughs> yesterday I was telling her the story and she's like, Oh, and she's shaking her head. No, like you didn't do that. Did you? And I'm like, but I <laughs> yes, didn't do that. And I could see her like, just kind of like, ah, oh, I'm so glad you didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was laughing. I'm like, does she realize that? Like I can see her, like right? I can see her face. Yeah. I love it. I love it. But, but yeah, that's, that's one of my, my things is try to, you know, keep it light. We're all going through things. Like I am more than willing to sit and listen to someone, but just personally, right. It's not how I, how I want to roll. So. Right. And of all the tools you have in that special toolbox of yours, what would you say is your favorite most go-to spiritual tool? Probably the easiest one is meditation. Yeah. Because you can do it anywhere. Yeah. You know, if you're a hat, if you need a second, you can go to the bathroom and yes. just like be in there by yourself and just breathe. Right? right. We have, and this is another lesson that someone has, has kind of drilled into my head. We have everything that we need in us. So those tools, that tool of meditation and breath work, it is always with us. The tool of mindset it's always with us. And the, the meditation doesn't have to be 20 minutes, right? Because oh. like, you know, 20 minutes, three, twice a day, it's like, oh my gosh, that seems so like daunting. No. <laughs> you can reset your attitude in 16 seconds. Yeah. With your That's breath. You inhale yeah. for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds. That's awesome. 16 seconds. Who knew? Yeah. I, I also read some uh, someplace where, you know, you should wake up, should. Well, it'd be nice to wake up every morning, take three deep breaths. And after the third deep breath, just smile. And, and that Ooh. is, right? And I thought that was really kind of cute. So I tried that and it was something does shift. It's like you just they take three deep cleansing breaths. And at, at the end of the third breath, just smile for no reason. So you know what's going on with those three deep cleansing breaths? You're clearing out the stagnant air that yeah. and energy that's in your yeah. body from overnight. Yes. From the bad so dreams, the nightmares, yeah. or whoever you're sleeping next to, all that. Yes. Yes. Or what's left over from the day before. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're clearing out all that. And then the smile. Yeah. And then yeah. think you're like building, you won't need those injections right like well, i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> come on oh, wait <laughs> yes <laughs> no, but uh but yeah that that i might have to add that to my little wheelhouse because i mean again how long does that take no, yeah. three deep inhales and exhales and a smile Boom. yeah feet Boom, hit the floor good. you're ready to go ready to go another big practice that i will not go without is tongue scraping Really? Yes. Talk it to is me a game changer. What? What? So nobody would consider that like spiritually helpful. So that's like a dentist thing. So what? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
tell me. Okay. So this is how it was explained to me. And this is like super elementary, but so at night there are these garbage guys that come on our tongue and they, they bag up all the like gunk on our tongue. Yeah. So if we get up in the morning and we scrape that off with a stainless steel tongue scraper, don't use copper, stainless steel, scrape that off. Then we brush our teeth, rinse with mouthwash. That stuff goes out, right? If we don't do that, it goes back into our gut. Interesting. And it stays there and it, and then the cycle just continues. So I have noticed that my gut health is a lot better since starting that. And I started that in 2018. I'm going to try it. Why not? And I can tell like if I have a lot of dairy, Mm -hmm. the coating on my tongue is different. Like you can tell by different things that you're doing that what's on your tongue. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then there are different taste buds for different tastes. I mean, the tongue is actually not a strong muscle, but it's complex. It's got Mm -hmm. stuff. Yes. Going on. Yeah. The tongue scraping is, it's amazing. Okay. I'm going to write that yeah. down. Try okay, that. So, that's, so that's one tool. That's a physical tool, a tongue scraper. Yes. What about your beauty cabinet? What is your beauty routine and what are some of your favorite beauty tools? <laughs> so my beauty routine is pretty simple. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, the only probably complex thing I do is cold shower cold rinse in the morning. Okay. I was not a fan of that, but it does help with your skin, right? Hair health. Yes. Yes. So I always shun that as well. And then I kept hearing Dr. Huberman, Huberman lab podcast kept mentioning and mentioning that. And then everyone else on different podcasts were mentioning it. And I'm like, there must be something to that. So I started doing that. And that's another thing I can't go without. So I feel like that does give me more, like it wakes me, it gives me more vitality. I don't know that I've noticed a change in my skin, mm-hmm. but in my hair, I feel like there's a change. There's a change. Um, as far as like facial beauty goes, I, you know, just make sure to wash my face in the morning, always wash my face at night, which was, you know, not normally a routine of mine. Right. I don't use any, you know, outstanding products. Like I'm an Aveeno girl for cleanser works for me. Whatever doesn't break my face out. I'm like, yes, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I do feel like something that is, you know, maybe not so easy for people to change, but it is very detrimental to your skin health. Mm-hmm. Two things, sleep. Oh yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. Right. Yes, it's true. Eliminate the alcohol, get more sleep. And I feel like your skin is going to improve. Your skin health is going to improve. You're going to have a, a brightness about you. And interestingly, yeah. if you stop the alcohol, your sleep improves too. Bonus. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Probably about three years ago, I was looking at things in my life that were not serving me. Like Mm -hmm. what what do I do in my life that is not helping me become the person I want to be? Yes. And alcohol was like the number one thing on there. Isn't that so? Yeah. So I'll drink occasionally, but you know, but nothing like, you know, 
the wine mom culture. Right, right. I can't believe this is the last question. What a lovely time we've had together. Thank you so much. Thank you. So the last question is traditionally the fad five. What, Ms. Therese Klein, are your top five recommendations for living a beautiful life? Yes. So number one, I have keep it simple. Like we overcomplicate things so much. Yes. Um, So my beauty routine is simple, right? Um, But I do believe in in quality, right? Quality over quantity. So keep, keep it simple. Yes. Number two. Number two, know yourself. Be rooted in your values. Yes, I love that. Right? It keeps the resonance and reduces the residue of our actions. Yes. Number three, experiences over possessions. I've had so many more beautiful experiences that have taken my breath away, even just like interactions with people, like the kind that bring tears to your eyes. Yes. There is not one single possession I can think of that has done that same thing for me. Not even for one minute. (laughs) No. Yeah. I can't think of anything. Okay. You know, there's things that I adore that I'm like, yes. oh, I would be, you know, sad if I, if this thing went away, but no. Yeah. Experiences. Um, Got it. Yep. Experiences over possessions. Number four, be kind and be of service to others. It mm-hmm. doesn't take much to be kind, y'all. Like say hi to the cashier. How's right. your day going? Yes. Oh, it's not going great. Well, I hope it gets better. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Not like what happened. Cause then you'd be standing at the register for hours. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you would have to start charging for that. Yeah. <laughs> but be kind, let the person in that's merging, even if it's the jerk that like flew yeah. up in the turn lane and is trying to merge into the traffic. Right. Just be kind. Like maybe they have something big going on. Right. Be indifferent to the wicked. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and number five, forgive yourself and forgive <laughs> others. But again, yeah. I can't really tell you how to do it. You have to, it, it just happens. You have to like figure it out. You have and to. that's why this work is so hard because yeah. it's not like if there was a manual. Right. Right? Yeah. But there's not. Read it and forget about it and reread it. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh my God, Doris. Thank you for your fab five. And thank you so very, very much for your time today your light, the presence of your light, um, for your positive energy and your healing words. It was such a pleasure and an honor to speak with you today on the Forever Fab podcast. I hope you come back. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Shirley, for having me. And I appreciate all your work that you do as well. So thank you. Thank you. This brings us to the close of this week's episode of the Forever Fab Podcast with my transformative guest, Doris Klein. Do you want to move from chaos and stress to clarity and direction? Visit DoriseKlein.com or email Doris at DoriseKlein.com. Also, follow Doris on Instagram with the handle at Doris Klein. 
and download the Insight Timer to listen and learn how to meditate and also to hear Jerisa's story. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, as always, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.